Join Charles Comer and Jane Spencer as they dive headfirst into the chaotic world of Saturday college football games, dissecting all the jaw-dropping upsets and sharing their unfiltered opinions. They're here to give you the inside scoop on all the exhilarating twists and turns that make college football so unpredictable on the Over Under podcast. In three, two, one. All righty, everybody, welcome to the Over and Under podcast. With me today, I have Cody. How you doing? Hold up. I got G, 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 G. How you doing? What's going on, y'all? And always, you know, we have James Spencer. Hey, bro, my government. What's up, everybody? We got a lot to talk about today. You know, I brought some guests on here to get everyone's opinions. Different opinions, different outlook. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Texas game, Texas versus Washington in the semifinals. We're going to be talking about the championship game that's going on Monday, uh, Washington versus Michigan. And then we're going to get into some topics. We're going to talk about the early prediction for next year's playoff picture. The transfer portal, I'll be giving you the updates on that. And we're going to talk about James' favorite coach, Ryan Day, on the walking plant. Uh what quarterbacks would have had a great NIL deal, you know, prior to 2021 and so much more. So we're going to jump right into this. As you see, I'm rocking a Texas hat. I'm a ride or die, Longhorn until I die. This started about, you know, six months ago, but that's neither here or there. Uh, Cody. Yes, sir. How, how, did, how did you think the offense and defense played in this game? Going into it, I kind of expected our secondary to get torched. So that wasn't a big surprise. Um, offensively though, I didn't think we would start the way we did. I thought we would come out and just like bang, bang, bang. And Washington would not have time to catch their breath. And that's not what happened. Washington never seemed uncomfortable. Uh, and then I thought our front seven would make Michael Penix really uncomfortable, but they, they just didn't. They, that man didn't have to leave the pocket unless he wanted to. Half the time he stood there and was like, I'm bored in here. I'm going I'm to move out. And just give a Dunze a little bit more time to get deep. Pretty much all I'm doing at this point. Cause he could have sat back there, roasted marshmallows, told ghost stories. You know, he could have done whatever he wanted to. And he did 400 and however many yards and all them daggone touchdowns. Pissed me off. But nice touch. You know. Yeah. All right, Liberty. Hey. <laughs> I knew we were going to win that game. I'll tell you that. Show. I wasn't worried about it. Hey, y'all, y'all playing a JV team. I hope so. Heck. <laughs> No, because Charles going to text me talking Liberty came out to play. That's the only point they They scored. did. It was the first. I swear it was the first series. Make sure. Hell no. They did. That's all they scheme for. First, first 10 plays. That's it. Because how do you had me, had me turn on the game thinking I had to be worried about something. Then I looked and said, never mind. Turn it off. Let's go do something else. I ain't got time for this. Oh, Crazy. So, well, uh, Gene, uh, how, do you, how do you feel – you know, Texas defense played against a six-year quarterback like Michael Penix. Do you think him being six years into his career was an advantage? Or do you feel like their offensive line, who won basically offensive line of the year, was just that good? You know, I'm glad you asked me that because I was on a tear on Twitter just going on about Penix and his and his six years, man. He's, he's working on a PhD and everything else. Listen, I, I – it's an advantage. I don't know in what walk of life you do something for six years and you're not just really good at it. Now I had Husky 
uh, Husky fans, all of my mentions talking about, you know, he was injured for four years and this, that, and the other. Listen, there's familiarity. You learn the scheme. I mean, you you take those mental reps. You hear athletes all the time talk about mental reps. The man's been in the same system for six years. It's an advantage. And it doesn't help whenever you have future NFL players on the outside to throw the ball to. And, you know, like Cody was saying, he he was chilling in the pocket. They They definitely had a good game plan coming in as far as moving his pocket, if any. You know, there was some times where we, I say we, excuse me, where Texas got some pressure up the middle and it was just a quick sidestep. And you saw it. I mean, his eyes never went downfield unless he wanted to. You know, he was always looking to throw. As far as the defense, again, like Cody said, it was always going to be a shootout of sorts. Whenever you have those pass catchers out there and the secondary that's been suspect all year, you just got to hope and pray. And there was opportunities for Texas to, you know, get a lead here or there, or make a stop. And they did to their defense. But then, you know, Washington would always answer. I think it all goes back to, yes, if you give me Quinn with this team in his sixth year, I think Texas wins that game nine times out of 10. And Penix had that six-year advantage for him. And, I mean, the writing's on the walls. They're playing tomorrow and Texas isn't. That is correct. James, how, what are your thoughts about it? Even though you know Texas not your squad, you know we. Know hey, Oregon I mean, if Duck. I if, if I'm gonna go for a Texas thing, it's gonna be Texas. So as regardless, you know, but you know, um, for Texas Tech, that's not. Are we we not gonna get into that because you were proud for that the last week. I think it was talk about we in SEC now, so we we good. I ain't even worry about it. Hope they win Big Twelve. All right, bro. Texas Tech over there. Anyway, hey, going this game. What? No, I just said the Buffs are coming. You gotta watch out for prime time. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna see. But uh, going into it, I I thought Texas wasn't gonna have no problem for for sure. But then watching the game and everything, I'm just like, well, I mean, he's doing what he's wanting in the pocket. He's just slinging that shit to these NFL receivers and everything. Texas secondary was I knew going in it was gonna be kind of bad like that, but I thought the front four was gonna get home a lot more. But I mean, he was getting the ball out so quick, it was it was just ridiculous. But um. Texas still stayed in it the whole time. I mean, they turnovers really killed them on those on some of those drives and everything. If ones for those turnovers, I think they 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 go up and they win the game. But things happen, so I really thought they were gonna pull it out at the end because I don't know what the Washington was doing at that in that last last few seconds. But uh, Texas had a chance, but it didn't go their way. That it did not. Uh, yep. The thing with it, sorry, sorry, Charles. I just you go ahead, go ahead. Or something in my mind. The thing with it is. If you're Sark, so just as a coach and a guy that played quarterback, right there you're telling Quinn, hey, this is a frozen rope back shoulder fade at the front pylon. He's already scored on one of those earlier where he jumped over that guy that's covering him. You're going to throw it to the front pylon back shoulder because that dude's going to defend the back of the end zone because I can come up better than I can go back. That's great. Do that. We're going to throw a frozen rope to the cor- to the front corner of the end zone, back shoulder, AD, just get the ball across the goal line. Here we go. But then Quinn lobs it, turns it into a jump ball situation. It's like, yeah. So I'm like, in that situation, Sark got to be telling Quinn, hey, it's it's this ball. It's not this one. You know what I'm saying? So that was really my only disappointment with the last play was why are we throwing a jump ball versus get the ball in his hand and yeah. force the defender to keep him out? Cody is absolutely right. I tell you, if he throws that ball the way Cody just says, we have a new picture for Texas as opposed from Vince Young running in it at the corner. It's that ball being thrown directly to Adonai Mitchell. That is the new yeah. picture for Texas football moving forward if it's thrown the way Cody just said it is. Yeah. My question, sure. was it was it in there was an option. His third check was the uh the running back in a flats, right? All the way to the left side. That was Jay Whitten motion. 
Yeah, it was, yeah. Wait, he he was in motion. There was a there was an option for that. It would have been he had a blocker and he would have been really a one on one to get it. I take Adonai Mitchell in the corner. Yeah. I take that at the front pylon every day as opposed to Jay Witt having to run you know fifteen yards whatever it was. He he made the right decision. He just didn't execute it the most effective way. Because Sark, do you think Sark told him to throw the 50-50 ball? See, so that's my question too. I'm not obviously I'm not in the huddle, right? But I'm just thinking if that's if that's me in that situation, I'm telling him exactly how I want everything to be done. So Sark probably did tell him, hey, we like the jump ball there. We he's already beat him one time. Like we like it. But I'm just like, I just think it was it was bad situational coaching by Sark if he told him, hey, we like the jump ball there. If he told him that, that's bad. Also, running back ran a little Texas route, the little angle route. And every I saw a bunch of people on Twitter. Oh, he was open. Why didn't he just hold the ball? Do y'all not realize that Washington was in his face when he threw the ball to AD? It's not like he was just camping back there, relaxing, and they dropped eight into coverage and only brought three. Like, no, they put some heat on him. So he had to get rid of it, you know? So, yeah. I think when uh, just when G was talking about the advantage of Michael Picks and Penix, right? Yeah. I was I was reading the article and the, the basically the teams that played against him and said it's so hard to game plan with him because when he throws the ball, the wide receiver's not open at all. No. It's literally that he knows when he throws that ball in that spot, that wide receiver will be open. Mm-hmm. That's why during the game where you saw the Texas cornerbacks were basically on the hip, great hand placement and everything, right? It's no better, no defense, no better defense could have been played from that position and still, I mean, on some, on the big explosive plays, G, on the big explosive plays. Oh, no, no, I'm with you. Okay, so oh, okay. I've okay. been watching the film, right, like any fan yeah. does. I watched the game a couple times over. Watts, that corner, they got toasted a couple times. I wouldn't even say toasted. Like you said, he's in his hip pockets. That man had trouble tracking the ball all season long if you if you watch Texas games. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't play the ball. He'd play the receiver credits, Odunze, because he shot his hands out late the way they the way they coach you to do it. Watts, my man, never had a chance. But you said he couldn't play it any better. If he gets his head around, there's no telling if he could get a hand up, pick that ball off. Because if you're in key position, at that point, it should be a 50-50 ball. Now, every reporter says it's 70-30 with Odunze. I have to agree now. But yeah, I'm just going to throw that in there because my man Watts could have done one more thing better. But, I mean, if you're in this hip pocket, most of the time that's an incompletion. Most of the time is. I think the wide receivers, Doomsday, is so powerful, bro. That that To go get it, he's, if, if you throw it up there, Michael Penix knows he's going to be up there. Like, it's, it's damn near automatic. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. kind of really unfair. But to, yeah, sure. to speak on that, right, as we go, as we finish with Texas, you know, as they go into the offseason, we – Go to Monday's game, right? We go into Monday's game. You're going to have Washington versus Michigan. As you know, Michigan beat Alabama in a uh, overtime win because Alabama doesn't have a center that can snap the goddamn ball, but we're not going to get into that. Starting guard what? for Ohio State. <laughs> start, <laughs> start, listen, starting guard for Ohio State is crazy. Hey, we're not going to get into Ohio State right now. Not, sorry, not I'm yet, sorry. Cause, not yet, because <laughs> – because by the end of the next year, James is going to be apologizing to me on the uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you got Michigan, got the number one, well, the top top defense in the uh, NCAA. You got Washington. They're the number one passing offense in college football. It's the best on the best, the best against the best, on Washington side to Michigan side. However, you got 
Michigan, who has top 10 rushing game. I be, no, sorry, top 12 rushing game. But then you look on Washington defense, they're like 52nd. So there's a disadvantage there. How do you feel that this game will go as far as like tempo? What do you think are the what do you think are the keys for each team to win? We can start with we'll start with you, James. What do you think the keys for each team to win? Uh, for Michigan, they just gotta play defense like they played against Alabama. Just set the tempo on defense. Cause I mean, like if you let what's his name, Pixon, like sit back there and throw it, you saw what happened to Texas. I mean, he's gonna be just slinging it all day. So I think they just got to send the tempo on defense and just put people in his face, just set the the D line and just just go after him and just start off like that. For Washington, I mean, keep throwing it up, just I mean, sling it. If you if you if that if nobody stopped you yet, I mean, just keep slinging it. And but Michigan, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna be in his face, and I don't think he's gonna be have that type of time. I know he's talking about this O line or whatever. They had so many awards and all that shit, but I think. With the way Michigan played against Alabama, I think they'll the I think it's gonna be more of a closer game. I don't think it's gonna be a shootout or anything. But um I think Washington will they'll be okay, but I, I don't think Pix Penix is gonna put up fucking like five hundred yards and three touchdowns or whatever. I think he's gonna struggle a little bit, but I think they may still pull it up, pull it out at the end though. So I'm picking Washington, obviously. Picking but. Washington. You're picking Washington. I you know I'm not gonna pick Michigan. I never do. <laughs> You always lose. You always lose when you don't pick me. I'm gonna die on that ship. It's fine. Going down. All right. What about you? What how, how you feel? Uh, you know, Alabama exposed some things against Michigan's defense that I think Washington can and will exploit. That that Washington offense, I don't think you stop it. You know, there was a couple teams. Was it Arizona State played them real well? Oregon State. They put up good good things to, on tape as far as what to do against them, but. The good thing about having a coach and a quarterback that have been together that long is you can watch tape and figure out how to beat those defenses. You know, I'm sorry, but that's why Oregon didn't get it done because mm -hmm. two chances to do it and they, they came close but never did. I think Bama has to, or excuse me, not Bama, Michigan. Michigan, they can get pressure off the edge. I think that's the difference. I think if Texas could have done that, they'd have stood a better chance. They can track down a mobile quarterback and Penix is far less mobile than my boy Milrow at Bama. So as long as Michigan can continue to get pressure off that edge, I like them on defense. I think they'll they'll cause some issues that that Penix will will eventually succumb to. Uh, as far as on offense, you know Blake Corum, he was in the running for the Dope Walker. I think he should have won it. Obviously, after after Brooks went down, he was my next guy up. They gave it to Oh Ali. We don't have to talk about him, but if if Michigan can get that running game going, Texas Texas showed that you can run the ball in that defense. They were getting gashed. You know there was. Hate to go back to talking about Texas, but there was one, excuse me, there was one play where edged up the running back, but he was getting ready to skate. You know, he was about to go score 67 yard touchdown. They put up good tape for, for Michigan to use to scheme against it. If they can run the ball well, I like Michigan. Sounds good to me. I'm still not picking Michigan, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead. <laughs> no, G, G is exactly correct. I was thinking the same thing. If I'm Michigan offensively, I'm preaching clock control. We got to chew up clock. You have to, because Washington, they score so fast. You have to limit their possessions, limit the chances they have, and basically force them to, to score every time they touch the football. Because if they have to punt it away one time and they're only going to get three, four possessions a half, 
I mean, one of those goes wrong, and here we are. Michigan's like, okay, well, now we're up two scores. It's a different ball game if they can mm-hmm. run the ball, which, like you said, Texas showed that you can. Oregon showed that you can. Oregon State, Washington, I'm looking at it right now. Washington doesn't defend the run very well. No, they're 40 they're 30 like, run. Yeah. They're, they're not great. They give up 137 yards a game. Like, if I'm Michigan and I'm Blake Quorum, I'm sitting here going, hey, JJ, love you, dude, but you're probably not going to throw the ball a whole lot unless you have to, right? Um, defensively, if I'm Washington, I'm saying I'm going to make JJ beat me. I'm going to stack the box. I'm going to play. I'm going to do what I can do. You know, I'll double team a Dunze if I got to, or not a Dunze, but the Wilson guy. I'll double team him if I got to, but I don't think I'm going to have to. I'm going to play them man to man. I'm going to put seven in the box and we're going to roll and I'm going to force JJ McCarthy to beat me with his arm. On the flip side, if I'm Washington, I'm slinging it. I'm coming out and saying, I'm not trying to run on them. They, they're going to have to cover Odunze one-on-one. They're going to have to cover McMillan one-on-one. They're going to have to cover my cats. And if they don't, well, tough luck. Defensively, if I'm Michigan, like you said, pressure from the edges and then interior, I'm moving, not telling them, Hey, we're going to go man on man. I want you to try to bully them. No, we're going to slant and we're going to stunt. We're going to twist. We're going to do all types of stuff, try to disrupt their communication. I'm going to spy Penix as much as I can. And, you know, I'm telling my secondary, just just hold on. If you can bend but not break, we're going to be okay. So who are you taking? Um, I think the secondary from Michigan is going to break. I just, I just do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I that's what they have to do to win is tell the secondary you, you have to hold up we'll get home if you hold up but i don't think the secondary will hold up because what do you do mm-hmm. you say okay let's double a dunze well who you got to cover them other two because now they're in one-on-one situations you don't want that that's not a good that's that's not a way to make money slow feet don't eat and y'all ain't got nobody to run with those two so that's, you know. that's what i'm saying they got these receivers for Washington. There's too many of them. <laughs> I mean, you cover one, they you still got other the yeah. two other ones. So you you gonna have to get home on what's it called with stunts, blitzing, yeah. whatever. But I mean, if you don't, then you are gonna see what you see what happened with Texas. I mean, they they got gashed in the secondary, so that's why I'm picking Washington still. So I would say Michigan secondary is significantly better than Texas. Secondary. Oh well, I'm just saying. Like, I was I was gonna pick that point. <laughs> I was gonna make that point. I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. However. How, how, when Penix puts the I'm ball up and dunks on three of them, I'm going to look and go. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm just salty. If, if Washington's, you know, bench players, third stringers weren't out there yapping to the fans after the game, I'm probably Washington. But they went a different route and they were getting into it. Granted, they were arguing with old men in the stands. But still, you just won. Go win with your teams. Don't yeah. bother with these fans. You know, yeah. y'all are a national title contender. Y'all are about to play for the chip. But you're arguing with somebody who hasn't played, touched the field in 20 years. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, I'm picking Washington. But they did that, so go big blue. <laughs> I think I think I don't I don't I don't want to give Michigan's defense that much credit. When we talk about, you know, the wide receivers from Washington, it's like three Marvin Harrisons, right? And when they played Ohio State, I think it's three. Like I don't think Marvin Harrison is that outstanding. I think he was just a prime key re- wide receiver for his team. Listen, Whoa, the prime Maserati. Key, Maserati. Listen, 
I don't think he was the best wide receiver in. I think neighbors and the Doomsday were Time out. better than him. Because because in the group chat, y'all talk about Kyle McCord was a bum. He is a bum. He is a bum. No, dude, Marvin Harris is over there putting up numbers, but we have a quarterback. So, wait, hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. Hold on. No, 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 First of all, let me let me finish this thought and then we're talking now. <laughs> finish my thought on Washington, right? I think Washington offensive line or the Michigan's defensive line and Washington offensive line will be the battle. But I don't think that Michigan has faced a core of offensive linemen that have been together for a long time because not only has Pennant's been six years and the wide receiver's been six years, these offensive linemen have been playing together for three to four years. Right, so this team is so veteran, like strength that I don't think it's something you're gonna throw at them like they haven't seen, like they're not gonna be prepared for. Right, if Washington goes up 14 0, I'm going to sleep, it's it's over. I'm telling you right now, if Washington goes up two touchdowns, because JJ McCarthy, no time this year has passed to win the game, other than I think one game, I can't remember, I think it was Maryland. Thinking when they played Maryland, he had to really pass to win the game. I don't think he has it in him. I don't care how much meditation he does at the beginning of the game. I don't care if he sits Indian style or whatever style. He's not going to pass and win the game. They're going to have to rely on Blake Corum. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill out with the receipts. You're going to have to go to Blake Corum. Exposed. I'm saying. Corum. Like, when you say Ben don't break with the receivers, right? Ben and don't break on the running game, I don't think it'll be a competition. I think Michigan is really hyped that they made it this far. They really got a good coach. They really had a lot of adversity. But I think it's a basically a semi-pro NFL team going against a college team. In my eyes, it's yeah. in, like Washington is really – their death is not – old, but their host starters, everybody's mostly going next year. You're yeah. not going to see many from this year playing next year, right? It's going to be like a DU case. I mean, I honestly think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, to this point, let me go back. Nah. The- go ahead. Camel. Go ahead. He said Kyle McCord was a bum. I said, how does a bum win 10, to t- what, 10 games, right? Y'all said they had Marvin Harrison. They had a good defense. I said, cool. He's going to Syracuse. You said he was a bum for Ohio State, but he was good for Syracuse. Am I not right? Who? I didn't say that. I'll pull up the receipt. You said you said he was a bum for Ohio State. No, no. Cody said he was a bum for Ohio State. And he said he was a bum going for Syracuse as well. No, I said he's a bum. You said I said he was a bum for Ohio State. You said he ain't gonna be a bum for Syracuse. Because you exactly. said you gonna be playing Penn State, Notre Dame, and Michigan is your toughest games. The Boston College, Miami, UConn. Facts. Have okay. you looked at your two schedule? Yeah. They're, okay. <laughs> the reality is yeah. next year for the 12 team, two losses. If you have three losses, unless you're yeah. in the SEC, you're probably out. Yeah, and we discussed that further, right? I they're going to lose more than two games. I said, I'm taking that back. I said, they'll have a good year. I'm rooting for them because the black coaching stuff, right? There's a That's lot true. of black coaches that are really getting a good start. The defensive back coach from Georgia went up to 
the defensive line coach is going to be the coordinator from Texas A&M. So it's a lot, right? That's why I told you further. So don't think I don't let them lie to you up here and say I didn't forget, retract forget what all I that. said. That's not, I, no, forget all that. I'm talking about you saying that Marvin Harrison is just an okay receiver. We had this bum throwing the bottom. They were winning games, just putting up numbers, but he's a bum. Hey, I didn't say Marvin Harrison was a bum. No, you, you, no, 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 no. You don't make a receiver though. Yeah. But he, yeah, I think but he wasn't better. I'll take him on the Jets. He wasn't better than Malik Neighbors or a Doomsday. The only reason that if if you take Marvin Harrison and you put him on Washington, is he still the number one wide receiver? Yes, that's not what I'm saying. But like, yes, what? Absolutely. Yes. He. Yeah. Okay. All right. Coach <laughs> Hat is on. Here we go. Not a, like, wow, not where is okay. he coming from? Where is he coming from? I'm ready. I'm ready. You didn't got me fired up now. Okay. Aduze is great. Hold on. Aduze is great. Don't get me wrong. He gives you your jump ball. He give, He's going to win the jump ball, right? He ain't as fast as Marv. He ain't he ain't routing you up like Marv. He's not Maserati Marv. Okay. You know what I'm like, saying? He's going to win the jump ball, but you know what? He'll probably win you nine out of ten jump balls. Marvin will win you probably eight out of ten. I take that. You want to know why? Because Marvin will put you in that phone booth and route you up and have you looking left when he went right. Right? So that's him over a doomsday. So that's why I like Marv over a doomsday. So let's look at neighbors. Neighbors will route you up. Sure. He's probably faster than Marv. He going to win you the jump ball? No. no not, not as consistently as Marv. So if I look and I go route running, strong hands, ability to win a jump ball, and he's pretty quick, and his quarterback wasn't in the running for the Heisman because he's a bum, and he still put up the numbers he put up, it's Marvin Harrison. Hands down, not even close. Okay. And no, let me add this. I'm sorry. Go ahead, G. Go ahead, G. I'm just saying, Marvin Harrison attracted all the as the only okay receiver, as some of us have put it, on that team. So he was doing this while getting bracketed. You know, the Big Ten doesn't play hats, but they play some defense. So if you put him alongside Polk or McMillan in Washington, you got to pick your poison. So his numbers will just be as good. If you put him in LSU and you got Jaden Daniels running for his life, throwing the ball up to somebody down there, like he was with neighbors and his his running mate. I, I still think you give me Marvin Harrison Jr. nine times out of ten, I'm picking him first on my on my pickup team. But he's okay, according to Charles. He's okay. I just listen. Got opinion. I think he's. Just you got okay. you got this uh, NFL caliber quarterback throwing up to a doomsday every game, but we have a bum over there down in Ohio. Just help me, please. So what are we talking about? He was a bum for please. Ohio State. Help me, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so help me, please. final thoughts. The only one who's taking Michigan to win the national championship game is, is James. G. No, it's G. It's G. Sorry, yeah, it's G. Every one of blue. us is taking Washington. Yeah. So slim. Will, uh, slim. Slim. Slim, but. Washington by 14. The team up north. Whoa, that's crazy. 14, 14 is crazy. 10? Maybe 14 is wild. You know how many touchdowns is 14, James? Yeah. It's, yeah. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Two All right. It's not crazy. So it's crazy. <laughs> with that final thought, I'm really excited to see that game. It is going to be sad, though, because at the end of that game, that is all the college football games that we have until next season. Uh, but what's going to keep it interesting and what's going to keep us having this content is this crazy transfer portal. Uh, this transfer portal opened up right after the conference championship weekend, and it has not let up. You know, Ole Miss dropped a lot of cash in the transfer portal. Colorado is that's their 
live to live and die by so transfer portal but i got some updates for you guys that i just want to run through uh, and tell me what you uh what you like about it what you don't like about it uh you got earl little jr he was a four star out of alabama cornerback he's going to florida state uh this one kind of do want to talk about you have william howard from kansas state going to ohio state <laughs> Hey, no. go ahead, Cody. No, let, let Cody talk. No, let, let me go. tell you. Let me no, let me no, tell no, G. No. Let me no. Let me tell G something first. G. I don't know if you went on podcast, old podcast, and heard when me and James started beefing about Ohio State, right? But my whole thing, what I told him is that people up north, particularly Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, they don't care about anything other than beating a rivalry, and then everything else comes second. And they don't care about winning except one game. But go go on. Right. That's what I what I said. If you if they beat if Ohio State beats Michigan and then goes eight and two after that, that's a good year. They can live with that because in the offseason, they're going to say we beat the we beat Big Blue. We beat Penn State. We run the North, basically. Right. That was my beef with him. That was went overboard because I said Ryan Day doesn't do it. He hasn't done it in three years. But I digress. William Howard, Kansas State quarterback, is going to Ohio State. Because as you've seen in the Cotton Bowl, Ohio State has no quarterback. Ryan Day needs to stop making playing calls. And uh, they got a great defense, though. And the offensive line is. So how do we feel about William Howard compared to Kyle McCord, Cody? Go ahead. Bum. (laughs) Bum. Toss that around on this podcast. No, I I just, I mean, okay. He did some good things at Kansas State. I'll be honest. But he folds in the big moments. In those big moments, he just doesn't show up. This man finished the Texas game this year trying to throw the ball while he was parallel with the field. Yeah. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He didn't even throw it like Pat. He threw it at the sun. Straight up. It was vertical. It would have been a home run in an elevator shaft. Straight up, straight back down. That's what he did, right? He He folds in the big moment. So I'm like, is he an upgrade from Kyle McCord? No, he's the same guy, just older. That's it. That's cool. You went and got the wish version of Kyle McCord to come in and not have Marvin Harrison to throw to. So what are you expecting this man to do? You, he's taking you to the promise that he's going to beat Michigan next year? No. You're going to be you're gonna be 11 and one. You'll make the 12 team. You'll probably be the eight seed. You'll get beat by the four seed and everyone will go, well, that sucked. All right, back to the drawing board, I guess. I mean, he's the same guy. Go ahead, Charles. No, I was gonna let G, you and G, you know. Oh, no, 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 go talk. ahead because I want to hear what you got to say about about dude as well. It's, it's, I think it's a lateral move. I think it's okay. a panic button. I think it's a it's a panic button. Before the the Cotton Bowl game, Ohio State said they were good. They didn't need a quarterback. They said they had Devin Devin Brown. They said the I forgot the other backup, and then they have thirty three. They have yep. a great five star recruit coming in, Eric Nolan, right? Five-star recruit. They got um. I forgot where it's coming from, but I think it's Michigan. Uh, they have him coming in. To be honest, and you know, it, it's not. It may be a wild take. I don't think Ohio State is gonna succeed without a black quarterback. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just it's it's in the water. It's in, let's 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 think about it. R.J. Barrett, right? C.J. Stroud, um, missing one. I forgot what his name was. Cardell Jones, Cardell Jones, Troy Smith, Spin Move. Listen, when they had those teams, 
It was good. It was. I'm not saying it was. I also had it Urban was Martin. To, it was. Yeah. I'm not saying it was great, but I'm not saying we were sitting here talking about my starting quarterback in the Cotton Bowl is injured. I had to put the freshman in. He can't complete a pass. I had no reason to go into the transfer portal, and now I got to go take William Howard. <laughs> when I just got around, schools. right? I got William Howard. I, he was trying to go to USC, right? And then you see USC had Miller. Tom Miller said, "Pause. This over here is on hold down, pimp. Ain't he got to come over here?" And he said, "Okay, cool. Well, who who's panicking right now?" And all you see is Ryan Day hitting the red button like fuck. <laughs> I, I got to have a quarterback, right? I got to have a quarterback. So who does he go get? You couldn't go get a freshman Nelson from USC. You couldn't go get KJ Jefferson from Arkansas. He's already old. He's not going to fit into your system. So who do you go get? You go get somebody just like Kyle McCord, but maybe a little more experienced. And you say, here, the key's in your hand. And he already said in his interview, the first thing he said, actually, is I know how important it is to beat that team up north. And then we'll worry about a conference championship and a national championship. You don't think they told them, man, hey, we need you to beat Michigan. That's first and foremost. We don't. You only got one year, one year here. Beat Michigan, beat Penn State. We'll throw you a little extra on the way out, right? That's my opinion about it. Ryan Day hit a panic button. And they got William Howard, and him and Kyle McCord is like, it's it's crazy. It's like literally like this, like it's this. Yeah. Will Howard's one, a little bit above McCord because yeah, he's a little I more think, athletic. I think you know William Howard has a suntan, and Kyle McCord is he doesn't. That's that's all I'm giving. I have to say, I went on and on about Penix's sixth year. I think I think the experience helps. You get somebody that is familiar with the college game, being the twelve team field. You know the new Big Ten, what it is. You can, I think you can skate by with a with an eight and two. You do have some talented, talented receivers that get developed at Ohio State. So he's not going to be throwing a, some bums. They got some some young freshmen and sophomore receivers that'll be that'll be good. They'll they'll always have a kid transfer in after the spring or summer too. I'm with you. I think it's a lateral move with with a little bit of upside. I think Will Harrell or no, Will Harrell, excuse me. Uh, what's his what's his man's name? William Howard. Will Howard. Yeah, Will Howard is he'll provide something in the realm of experience. Because again, if you can get somebody transferring, you're going to want an older guy. You're not going to go out and get a redshirt freshman. And you can thank Quinn Ewers because he would have been the next guy up at Ohio State had he stayed. But uh, he chose better. <laughs> yes, Amen. He did. Great man. Great, great man. <laughs> Six months strong. <laughs> Six months strong. I'm in here. I'm in here. <laughs> All right, run, run it back 2024. Run it back, yeah. But I agree with y'all. It's just it's a lateral move. I think they'll probably be Michigan next year just because I feel like Michigan's they're not bringing a lot of people back, but uh, 14 of people going to the draft. So, and I don't even think their coach is coming back either. I think he might be going to the NFL. So, Ryan Day might be saved if they beat Michigan. So, no, no. We'll, we'll get to that. Well, just, just be, I think. What's it called? There was rumors about it or whatever, but yeah, we'll get to that. But I, I think they'll be fine. They're just gonna, they're gonna go what? They may go undefeated, but I mean, Michigan, they're done. Penn State, Penn State, gonna Penn State. Don't disrespect James Franklin. Yo, me and G, when you said undefeated, me and G had the same facial expression. Without a black quarterback. Without a black quarterback, James. Well, Washington is losing to everybody. I have, I don't, have, I don't know how I feel about Dylan Gabriel with Oregon yet. He'll be fine. I mean, that's gonna be nasty. When is Oregon at their best? When they have a quarterback from Hawaii. <laughs> True. But, that uh, man ain't live one time on the podcast. You hear me? Get in live. But uh, 
if anything, yeah, like 11 and one or whatever, but I don't think they're going to be like super great. They're just going to be okay with the conference they're in and everything. No, nobody else is besides what's it called Michigan and Penn state, which I don't even think they're going to be that great either. So lateral move, they'll be okay. Still Ryan day will probably keep his job for maybe one more year. And then he'd be out. If even that with the, whatever, with those that, what did you say, Cody, about the those uh, rumors or whatever those whatever the hell happened? Oh, the allegations. Yeah, Twenty twenty one. Apparently, they were stealing signs too. All that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, but I mean, that's, that's just part. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm sorry. I'm nah, very you're, nah, you're good. You're good. But, uh, I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> but I mean, they'll be okay. I feel like they'll be okay. He's gonna. He didn't play bad at Kansas State. I agree with y'all. Still, he's just stagnant. Lateral move. But yeah. All right. So. We'll go ahead and put that in in the socket. Uh, other transfer portal updates. You got Jalen Brown is a wide receiver out of LSU. He's going to Florida State. So you have Mike Norvell getting more talent out there. Malik Nelson, the former five-star recruit from USC, promising. But uh, as you know, USC has a good quarterback now, Miller. Uh, Nelson is going to Boise State. I'm pretty sure he's going to start from day one over there because they do need a quarterback. You got EJ Smith. Emmett Smith's son, who's going from Stanford, he's going to go play for Mike Elko at Texas A&M. Um, yeah. You tell them boys, we'll see him at the end of in the end of November. But uh, <laughs> and then uh, one that's surprising to me because I want to say surprising, but you have Julian Fleming, who was a former wide receiver from Ohio State, who's going to Penn State. So he's basically going to his rivals, you know, switching to the other side. Um, that was surprising to me. I think he doesn't have a quarterback. To be honest with you, since we do this, who would you rather have throw the ball to you, Kyle McCord or Drew Aller? Kyle McCord. Can I switch the running back? <laughs> who who you said, Cody? Can I switch to running back? Can you switch? No, you gotta you we'll, gotta we'll run the wildcat. Can I play? <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's crazy. It didn't seem that hard. That's crazy. All right, so we we do got Two uh, transfers that haven't committed yet, but kind of big time transfers. You have Quashawn Juskins from Ole Miss, the starting running back. I'm not sure what happened there. Money, money. But he is in the portal, and he's crystal ball to go Ohio State. That that might be what saves. They them might be okay. He's a <laughs> they might be okay. <laughs> and then you have Evan Stewart from A&M, five-star wideout. He's still on the board, and uh, he's still looking around. So there's a lot of things going on in the transfer portal, a lot of updates. But, you know, I think it's crazy. And they got to – if if I was in college football, your boy would be in the transfer portal looking for a check. I promise you that. If I was really Definitely. But What's that mean? I love it. Yeah. Let's talk about the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, James. Sure. So yeah. here's your segment. Here's your, here's your chance to My redeem segment. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan Day is on the plank, James. Yeah, <clears throat> but how do, you, how do you get him off the plank? How do how do you uh, say what him? what did you, you just said about like what's the running back from Ole Miss might be going over there? William Howard, I mean he he's gonna be okay. They're just gonna be okay as long as they beat Michigan. Apparently, whatever, they'll be fine because they can lose every other game. But I think they'll be okay. Michigan losing everybody, I think he'll be fine unless he just shits the bed this whole year next year. Then I think he keeps his job. I mean. Only people that he's probably gonna lose to is possibly Oregon. Um, shit, maybe just Oregon. I don't know because uh, Washington—they're losing everybody too. Big Ten. Other than that, who else joined the Big Ten? I can't remember. You got UCLA, 
You got Washington. You got Oregon. USC. 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 Okay, so run that back. USC and UCLA <laughs> will be them too. <laughs> so he he might lose his job. I did I forgot about them. So I mean they'll they'll be okay, but at the same time they're gonna have a win, winning record, but they probably gonna miss the playoff. Beat Michigan, his job may be safe, but they're still gonna miss the playoff. They're gonna be like thirteen. You know what they think? I think it's gonna get him fired. What? If he loses to Notre Dame this year. Oh, they played Notre Dame. So last year, I believe yeah, they played Notre. They played Notre Dame every year. I'm pretty sure it's like. Do they? I'm sure. I don't be paying attention sure. to them. So uh, last year they won barely on the one yard line. They beat Notre Dame. So here's my thing. It's just a scenario I have. You bring in William Howard. You bring in Quashawn Jenkins. You have a better offensive line. Your defense is stout. Sawyer's coming back. Everyone's mostly coming back on the defense, especially except a couple corners, right? You compete. You beat Penn State. You lose to Michigan, and you lose to Notre Dame, but you make the playoffs as a 12th seed, and then you get kicked out the first round. That's the exit plan right there. Because the court, the offensive coordinator, um, I really forgot his name. I forgot his name, but he's a great quarterback development developer mm-hmm. and i think he's been there so long with ryan day that he has that i guess you could say that reputation that i think he'll be able to take over the program hire a staff and then they can continue to go on with their legacy but you really think they're gonna be michigan they're not they're gonna lose to michigan next year i mean michigan losing everybody too so i mean here's the well, robbery games i don't i don't i don't know bro because robbery games are so tricky it's that Michigan Ohio State game was the number one watched game for conference, like one of the conferences, up to the, I think it was the Pop Tart Bowl. So, hey, <laughs> so bro, we they didn't. Oh, segue real quick. They didn't even show them eating the damn Pop Tart, bro. I was not on TV, but you had to see it on ESPN. Man, hell no. I saw a clip on Twitter, bro, and it was like this TikToker, and he's on the sideline with the Pop Tart dude. He's asking us that, bro, like, how are y'all gonna do this? And the Pop Tart dude didn't even answer him. He shoved fucking Pop Tarts in his mouth and just walked away <laughs> and walked out. I was like, bro, what is happening to this game, bro? But uh, yeah, I wanted to see it on TV, but hey, it is what it is. Anyways, back to what you were saying. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> I just think that. At some point, like Ohio State's gonna be like, how do we get back, right? How do we get back to being elite? How do we get back to winning the Big Ten yearly? Because everything's about to change with this twelve-team playoff, right? Everything's about to change. Like conferences are about to change, gameplay is about to change, sack preparations for game. Everything's about to change because. All you got to do is make it into the 12, and then basically you can start your season, right? But now you got to compete with everybody in the conference. It's open. There's no more East versus West. You got to come prepared every week because you can't just let a win or two get away from you because that may be your exit out of the 12-team playoff. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion on Ryan debut on the play. What do you think, Jay? Um, listen, he's he, he, he gets enough done – to keep his job, obviously beating Michigan helps, which he hasn't done. So, you know, those boosters and supporters up there are going to start calling for his name, this, that, and the other. But, I mean, you can now you have the defense of, listen, we got a bigger, more competitive conference. I'm making the playoffs in a more talented field, if you will, because transfer portal rules all. People are starting to load up, and that's what's going to happen. 
as long as you're moving the needle up there, I think he keeps his job. It has to, in order for him to get fired, I think something drastic would have to change. I think they would have to lose four, four games, something like that. Because at that point, you're not even sustaining anymore. You're starting to fall in terms of your performance. So as long as Buddy is winning, you know, eight, not eight, I just go against what I said, but, you know, nine, ten games, and he wins, he picks up a, a quality win, as you say, like against Penn State or Michigan, and you're making that playoff, it's enough because he'll always say, well, look, I'm getting us to that point. We're just a play away here or a player away there, this, that, and the other. At Ohio State, I think it's, I think it's hard to lose your job whenever you're doing good enough because you know what success looks like. And they're they're just riding the coattails off of Urban Meyer's late successes and even Ryan Day's successes. They'll do that until they can't. And at that point, that's whenever you'll probably see him get fired. So I think I think Buddy's safe until he just has a drastic, you know, losing season. If they're zero and four against the SEC in bowl games, by the way. A lot of people are. It, sure. it means more. And then in the playoffs, it's gonna be SEC strong. So heavy. I got an idea. We just do two conferences, right? You call one the AFC, you call the other one the NFC, 16 team play or 18 playoff. We'll call it the NFL. Yeah, fixes everything. That's great. I don't know. With Ryan Day, I think he thinks he's on the hot seat. He knows. As a matter of fact, because he, so football scoop, if y'all aren't familiar with it, it's a great website. It's anything going on in high school, college. Coaching changes, all types of stuff. Ryan Day informed the staff he plans to hire a new offensive coordinator, and that coordinator will be empowered to evaluate the current staff and make new hires if he believes that will improve the team. Brian Hartline, a Buckeye alum who has recruited and developed multiple first-round picks, including Marvin Harrison Jr., is considered to be safe. Their quarterback's coach, Corey Dennis, is on an expiring contract. I don't think you shake up your staff unless you're sitting here going, I'm about to be up out of here if I don't fix something. They have the talent every year. And I think he's sitting there going, the boosters know I got the talent. People want to play at the Ohio State University. Facts. So they're going to look at my staff and say, okay, is it the staff? And if it is the staff, why didn't you as the head coach fix it? So I think he's shaking it up so he can say, look, at least taking steps to get us more competitive, to beat Michigan. I'm taking these steps, trying to put the right people in place. Bear with me. Give me another year. You know, ride with me. Now, like G said, he come out and lose four games next year, which is really, which is possible. He's gone. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna burn this man his contract on national TV. Like he's <laughs> out of there. You know, it won't be he. He won't be able to get out of there quick enough. I'll tell you that. You can't even live it. You can't even live in Ohio, like in Ohio. Oh, like you can't do that, bro. Like there's somebody no gonna somebody's gonna get a custom Ryan Day jersey made just so they can burn it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but as we as we speak about Ohio State, right? I wanted to talk about y'all. I wanted to talk about NIL, right? I wanted to talk about how in NIL, more than likely the quarterbacks are the highest paid athletes. As you see the transfer portal, you see teams that are second string on the transport on their team going into the transfer portal and then going to these power five schools and getting so-called big NIL contracts. But before NIL in 2021 it was just regular you get paid to go to school that we know of banks right you got paid you get paid to go to school get a great education you know you may get a little stipend you know a little a little trick or treat you know what i mean you know what i mean a little something something. (laughs) yeah you know a little something on the side some schools some schools you get the trick (laughs) 
Yeah, so because you get the treat, you know what I mean? So prior to 2021, who do you think would have had the biggest NIL bag as a quarterback? I'm going to let G go first. G raised his hand. So good, man. <laughs> I'm going to let G go first. Name name your name five, G. Actually, name five? two. We'll go, no, name two. Just name two. Oh. And then we'll, we'll go around and see what everybody thinks. Like, and I want I you like, to name so the, the, the value. I want you to name the value. So do you want so me to give I'm my two or do you do you want to go? I give one and then everybody else take one. So that way I don't yeah. name somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So you'll give one, you give their value. So I'm gonna let you know right now. Right now, quarterbacks are worth two million dollars is the highest. My first one, and I wanted to go first because I know it's an easy one, but I'd go Johnny Manziel, you know, money Manziel. Uh, if the value right now is two million. I got to think, I mean, Buddy was making that under the table. He he put out that documentary. He was signing autographs, taking private jets everywhere. I, at that time, you know, inflation and the economy carried the two. I would say, I think Buddy could have made an easy four or five mil. Easy. Four or five and that, million? I mean, between everything, under the table, with his business on the side, because it would have just gotten bigger. Winning the Heisman, four or five million is base i'm going low i am underselling johnny manzel but only because it would have been some years back and money changes even over three years but he's my first pick yeah i would yeah. say let's go five okay i'm gonna go ahead and go next cam newton i feel like everybody <laughs> <laughs> I, knew he was. I knew that was one of cody's i knew that was one of cody's i know everybody wanted this man to go to their school so shoot i mean his bag could have been enormous so i'm gonna say about six mil or something maybe maybe a little bit more just just because like everybody wanted his talent you saw what he did with auburn like there's nobody at auburn that was even like nfl talent going going with him and he took that team to a national championship so i mean in retrospective i feel like everybody's just gonna throw a bag at him a a large bag to get them to go to his school carly i'm with that i got four cam newton was at the top of that list (laughs) So I'll, I'll go to pick number two, I guess, uh, which this was kind of a toss-up too. But Tim Tebow, I mean, he's he's uh, he was already such a big name. I don't know if y'all watched the, the Florida documentary. Just some of the stuff they had going on, and he was so straight-laced and all that kind of stuff. He was he was the the good to the so-called evil. I mean, he was the biggest star in college football forever. And everybody was compared to him until Cam came along. And then it was, well, now we're going to compare everybody to Cam. And then it, mm-hmm. you know, then it was Johnny. And, you know, like Tim Tebow walked so that those guys could run, essentially, as far as like being these big media stars and all that kind of stuff. And people forget Tim Tebow was the second string when Cam was there. Cam was the third stringer behind Tim. So mm-hmm. in Florida, they thought very highly of him. He was Mr. Florida uh, in, in high school. So, I'm thinking he'd have been upwards, just knowing the brand, knowing Florida, knowing the Gators, knowing how crazy they are, uh, and those kinds of things. I'm saying he could have been anywhere from six to seven. Yeah, I agree. So I like how you said, you know, you have to walk before you run, right? It's true. For the other ones. You said what? For the for the other quarterbacks that came after. Yeah, him. for the for the other quarterbacks. And it's right. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think none of y'all do. So hear me okay. out. Put yourself in 2005. No, okay. Don't do it. Tran- Transfer portals coming out. All right. But then again, you can you can get a great high school recruit. 
you got Michael Vick in the NFL. Oh. And you're like, yo, that's a great person. That's he's a great talent. But he has a younger brother. For that, Marcus for the little Vick. bit. You have Marcus Vick, just as talented, coming out of high school, 2005, going to Virginia Tech. Now, Wait. great high school career. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. My bad. Great, ahead. great high school career. Comes into Virginia Tech, has some troubles. The first, the first season. Some, some. some? We're, we're not gonna go into details <laughs> of how much troubles he had, but he had some troubles. Slim, slim margin. Yeah. But then the next season he comes and absolutely steals the show in Virginia Tech as a Hokie, right? That's a that's a three million dollar bag. That's that's hey, give me three mil. My brother's in some little trouble right now. My older brother, let me go get him out of jail. He got caught with some dogs. Gotta put some money on his books. <laughs> put some money on his books, and I'm gonna let you rock, right? So I, I got Marcus Vick is is not my top one, but he is one of my quarterbacks that I think could have got a big NIO bag. Wild. I'm gonna move away from quarterbacks for my next one. You said 2005. He was already getting money back then. They took his Heisman, Reggie Bush. Okay. Oh, yeah. People would have paid out the wazoo for Reggie. They were already giving away houses back then. And, you know, they, they put his mama up in a nice crib. They were paying him in junior high. Now, with interest and everything else, listen, if I gave Johnny five at A&M with that money down there in California, Southern California with Reggie's backing, I mean, it's got to be at the time, right? Because you got to think about, again, how money changes. I'd give Reggie yeah. five until two. Five? I can yeah. see five. Yeah. That's time, Reggie. That's the thing, right? You could keep climbing depending on who you talk to. But if I'm going to give Johnny five, you go back, you know, 15 years prior. I think five mil is more like 10 at that time. But, yeah, I'm easily paying Reggie whatever he wants. For my next one, I'm <laughs> – just hear me out, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, hear you out. <laughs> Kyle McCord. <laughs> Cole Brennan out of Hawaii. Ooh. <clears throat> The That's way he was putting up numbers, the numbers those, those years he was there, shoot, I would be paying that just to, for a quarterback to come over like to Ohio State or something like that or wherever we need a quarterback yet. Yeah, I'll be paying. I'll be paying that man uh, for how much to pay him. Mm, I would maybe three, not two point five, two point five. Uh, just to just get him out of Hawaii because I know it's nice over there and everything, and Very weather's nice. nice. Weather, water, you know. Just water. <laughs> water. <laughs> water. I, I, can, I can go serve. I Ain't nothing but bad bitches palm trees. Yeah. And you want me to go play up in you want me to go play up in Colorado in the cold or something? Yeah, you want to pay. You'd have been toiling this coconut just sipping just no. crazy. Well yeah, Cole Brady. <laughs> good Cole Brady. I like I like him. Shout that out to a good one. Man, I, I'm torn because I have two. I got a defensive player and then I still have a quarterback. And I know this quarterback would have got a bag for sure. <sighs> they both played for OU, so it hurts my heart. Uh, mm. But I'm gonna go Baker. I think Baker Mayfield. I think he would have. I think he'd have made bank. Just you go to Texas Tech, you walk on. You're the Big Twelve Offensive Freshman of the Year. You transfer to OU, get picked up. No one really knows too much about you. Was it the system? Was it this? Was it that? Goes off, wins a Heisman, comes back. Takes him to the playoff, comes back, takes him to the playoff. I think, I think some of the SEC schools, I think they'd have said, "Hey, I know for sure Ohio State would have planted the flag in the middle of their field." Ohio State would be like, "All right, hey, real quick, I know." 
and my fans know we don't win with unmelanated quarterbacks, but hear me out. <laughs> but he does the whip. I think he can do it. Have you seen him? He got a little swag. He's he's he got a little swag to him. He's what Baker Mayfield is is what everyone is what Johnny Manziel should have been off the field. He's kind of straight laced, but on the field, he's a jerk, right? I'm thinking. Are we not gonna talk about him running from the cops, though. I was gonna say he ain't got to get away. We're gonna talk about that, all right? But we gonna we gonna sit here and act like and act like like what I'm saying ain't true. He was better than Johnny Manziel off the field. <laughs> That's he true, was. but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. His documentary talking about he was doing cocaine and stuff with whoever and wherever, whenever he didn't care. Worst thing Baker Mayfield did was get caught by the cops. Okay, so he's slow. That's fine. He ain't got to be fast. He, he can sling it. Jameis. You know, but I think he'd have been, I mean, I don't think he'd have got more than Reggie. I think he'd have been a smooth $4 million quarterback in the in the NIL era. So my for my second one, who I think could have got just a smooth million, probably their first good season, and then upgraded. Kind of went back to the coach. Was like, "Hey, I'm that guy. You're gonna give me that bag. I'm him, and I know you got it because we're at a prestigious university. Andrew Luck. Oh, I yeah. think Andrew Luck could have got a bag at Stanford. Colonel, I was gonna say him too. Colonel, yeah. Colonel you know, Andrew he had Luck. he had that uh he had that overtime win against USC in 2011. It was 56 48. Went down the field and absolutely shocked ninety thousand people in the in the Trojan Stadium. I think Andrew Luck could have got a bet, and he was very humble, very humble mm. quarterback. Not really a a jerk on or off the field. You know what I mean? That's true. His his parents really instilled that in him that, that hey, we're gonna be football players, and off the field, we're gonna do what we do. Born and raised in Texas. Shout out Texas. Shout out Texas. Great state alive. Yeah. And um, oh, but shit. <laughs> but yeah, I think Andrew Luck definitely would have been my grade. Okay. So we'll go last round. Go ahead and let me know what, what you want for your last pick. My last one? Ooh, I'll go defense just because we haven't, but, and it's hard to pick somebody off that team. But you, like Ed Reed at Miami? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just pick somebody from, from those early 2000s defense, and it's Miami. So you know they'd have been after that money because that nightlife is not cheap. Yeah, uh, but I like I like Ed. I think Ed would have pulled in. I mean, his defense is not flashy, but he makes plays. I think he, even back then, I, I would say he's a he's a two million dollar player. Not bad, not bad. Let's see. I'm just saying, bro. Chill out. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna stay with Miami. It just because he was explosive. Devin Hester. Bro, we taking my pick. Not bad. Chill. Not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Just because, like, he was just a game changer, you know what I mean? Kicking game and everything like that. It was just, I mean, it was explosive. I mean, he could change the course of a game just with one one kick return or a punt return. So, But for a bag, I mean, all he's done is doing is returning kicks, really. So maybe 1.5, I'll give him to get up out of there or or stay there, whichever. But, yeah, about 1.5. Per kickoff return, what per I per kickoff mean. return, crazy. <laughs> every kickoff I return, I every TD, he would have been running like off. Isaiah Pacheco. Going <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, crazy. <laughs> oh man, dang that, golly. All right, so originally I'm gonna just say him. Originally I was gonna go Brian Bosworth, who played linebacker oh. at OU because he was such a huge star. But then G said. It wasn't flashy, and I thought about, okay, who's a defensive player that was flashy? 
who is still flashy to this day in everything he does, whether he's on TV, he's coaching, he's talking to the media, he's meeting Colorado State's coach at midfield, telling him, you talked about my mama, and Shadur having to tell him, don't put hands on him, Pops, and he's saying, I'm good, I'm chilling. Prime. You yep, telling yeah. me Prime wouldn't have, wouldn't have got a bag? Prime would have got the biggest bag out here. I'm Absolutely. telling you. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm I'm putting him. So I know we didn't. I know I went I went big with, with Tim Tebow. Said he was six or seven. I'm thinking Prime is close to, to 10. He, he'd have been, even with the economy the way it was back then, all that kind of stuff, he was the biggest star anywhere in sports at any level. He was mm -hmm. the biggest star. And he backed it up on the field. I think he's commanding 10. And that mm -hmm. may be lowballing my boy Prime. So I think Prime will get 10. But I want to go back to G said Reggie Bush, right? And you said Reggie Bush in that time period, you would have gave him seven. Yeah, I know you're not about to go Matt Liner. <laughs> not about to go Matt Liner. He is on my list. He is on my list. Don't get it messed up. He is on my list. But if we're talking about a running back that's dominant, that you, you're going to spin the bag because you know he's going to get you that first down or it's going to take it all away. I don't know how we leave out Adrian Peterson. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I know how. <laughs> I'm not going to put all you player on my list. <laughs> I'm a hater. Certified. I think Adrian Peterson would have definitely got a good a good 4 or $5 million bag. All his family would have been taken care of. Since they wouldn't have been hit, I'll tell you that much. If I feel like every player I pick except Luck had a criminal record, but we're not going to talk. You should have gone, man. Hey, this is your picks, bro. I don't know. Look, look man, I think Adrian Peterson would have been great, but I do like everybody's picks. You know, we are in a different area in football with the NIL and transfer portal and everything going on. It's kind of evolved ever since we were watching Bobby Bowden and um, Mac Brown coaching Texas. So a lot has changed, right? Let me let me go back a little further. I know we mostly all of us played football in uh, high school, correct? Never touched the field in my life. Yeah, well, you went to Earth, <laughs> Texas. Who? who all right. I knew, okay. Earth was. You feel me too? I got to. <laughs> okay, Midland. Okay, football. You were there. Okay, okay. Nah, we not. Was about it to nine? Do I thought it was four, man, bro. We yeah. not about to. I played eleven man football just like the rest of y'all. Chill out. You're coming for it. But hear me out, okay? So you're getting ready for a big game, uh, you know, before the pep rally's going on, and you need a you need a pregame meal. I want to know what you guys' pregame meal was before your game. Mind you, when I tell you yours, I need you to understand I was an offensive lineman, so I don't need no judgment or I don't need no feedback <laughs> comments. All right, so let's let's get that first out the way. Charles but, and I, your deal would have been big, crazy. <laughs> McDonald's would have had me on the front. You feel me? I would have been wild. I would have had you know. Hey, I would have had the KFC Taco Bell side by side. I would have been out there. Every every in my town would have been KFC Taco Bell store right, right. beside beside. But tell me what your pregame meals was, or tell me what you you know what you like to eat before a game and how to help you, or you know just tell me how you how you feel. Gene, go ahead. All right. Uh, it was one or two things. The first one was a Subway sandwich. Um, man, I... Gee, where'd Listen, you grow up? Who? Where'd you go to school? It's not important. It was... No, it is. That's, def that's no, definitely important. No, no it's like, important. He, no, no, we, he, he the question he was, was, what was my meal? Down the road, that's a big road. That's a long road. 
Bro, it was like 20 minutes. What are you talking about? What's this is the same person. Earth? What happened? Like, what's going on here? Nah. I went, to, I went to high school in a town called Littlefield, Texas. Oh, yeah. Right. I know okay. Okay. I know okay. I don't know. Big, big city. Cody act like he didn't go to Borgers, so I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, G, what are you talking about? You went to Littlefield. I know you heard of Earth, so what are you, what are you talking about? Me? Nah, I never heard of Earth. I heard of planet. Uh, hey, I, I will be real with you, James. If you remember, when we first met at Wayland, I asked you where you're from. You said Earth, and I said, no, duh. Everybody yeah. is. Where'd you, where'd you grow up? I, I, did, I got it everywhere. I got you it everywhere. No, you said, no, Spring Lake Earth. And if you remember... Standing in my void dorm room, I said, "Where the f- where the fuck is that?" <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> well, that's that really 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 Go ahead, G. All right, All right. Go ahead. What you build? Uh, out of here. <laughs> so the first one was Subway sandwich, chicken bacon ranch, heavy on the ranch, jalapenos, banana peppers. I should not have been playing football after eating this. Um, <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant, and I put like a gallon of ranch on that boy. But uh, with some with some Doritos and a Gatorade, that's one or if that wasn't it, then I was at McDonald's. All right, now I'm going to get some backlash on my order. It was two McDoubles, plain and dry, a 10-piece nugget, large fry, large high C. Before a game? Yeah, barbecue you sauce. were good. You were good until you said plain and dry. That's just outrageous. You dipped That's the burger in the barbecue sauce. Yeah. I guess. With that, with that. <laughs> I ate it, Charles. It's not up for debate. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> when I get to mine, I don't want no judgment. So let me stop. I'm with that. I'm with that. Cody, go ahead. Yeah, so I had two. It was a Subway sandwich, foot-long meatball marinara on Subway. Italian herbs and cheese. Depending on kind of how I was feeling, I could go the spicy route. Go pepper jack cheese, jalapenos, and the chipotle Southwest sauce. Now called Baja Southwest, but whatever, you know. Try it, it's good. A little salt, a little pepper, a little parmesan. Or I make it a pizza, a handheld pizza, basically. You just go some mozzarella, nice mozzarella with some ranch, some parmesan, salt, pepper, call it a day. Or <laughs> interestingly enough, G, I was also a McDonald's man. Mine is a little bit less of a menace to Charles, I think. <laughs> it was it was two two McChickens, you know, all the way, a little cup of barbecue sauce so I could dip it, large fry. And a large high C came out to four dollars and eighty nine cents. I could eat like a king for five bucks. Shit, like twenty dollars the days. Yeah, now it's king. First round is five dollars, bro. I wasn't getting that. I had five dollars. I'm like, yo, am I getting a meal or am I getting a hash brown? Like, no, you saying? excuse me, ma'am. I said one hash brown, not five. <laughs> Don't give me the whole inventory worth of hash browns right now. But, but uh, for me, yeah, James. Uh, well, see, so we we get out of like the pepper or whatever, go to my house. My friend group, they always dip to my house. And my mom would just show up and she bring those trays of the Subway sandwiches. And most of the time we just eat like Subway sandwiches. If it, if it wasn't that, then my mom would just have like a, what the hell was it? Some uh, enchiladas. Mm. But other than that, yeah, it was just either Subway sandwiches or something like that. Something Before super- a game? I'm not eating a lot of them. I think I ate like one, and then I, I would go. But you know, like I had some friends, some linemen. They hit a tray real quick and go. We go have to go play football. I'm like, no. I might have ate a lot of before a game. We better be wearing our brown pants. That's all I'm gonna But most of the time, it was like, find like a subway tray or something because she wasn't about to cook for like 15 dudes at, at my house. So that's how, usually what it was. There weren't 15 guys on the team. Yo, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I will end this shit right now. 
I had ten in the water boy. So, all right, hear me out. I did. I went to private school, so hear me out. Okay, oh. I don't need no judgment out here. Oh, we had a burrito place down the street, Maria's Burritos. So all the linemen would go in there. We all get a smothered Supreme burrito. In the Supreme burrito, you would have beans, rice, shrimp, chicken, beef. Shrimp. Yeah, shrimp, chicken, beef, all in a burrito, smothered all in queso, like to the plate was grim on the top. Oh. Okay, Before that's what we ate. That was what we ate before the pepper rally. After the pepper, well, after the pepper rally, you know, little girls would come give us like our little bag or whatever. The little yeah. cheerleaders. We have like Subway cookies, <laughs> Rice Krispie treats, and Ritos. And then when we got to the yard before the game, I'd have, hear me out, all right, two Chick fil A sandwiches, no pickles, extra mayo. Two large fries. I'd have an Arnold Palmer, and then I would go get treatment, and then I would have another lemonade, and then I was straight to go. And boy, that's a whole four course meal. Listen, blocked ninety percent all four years across the line, and never took a shit on the field. You feel me? I, I definitely, I definitely put it on the plaque. Yeah. <laughs> put it on the plaque. You know what I mean? And also, before it's interesting for the championship, we went to actually we were going to not going to state, we're going to the semifinals. We stopped at this uh what's that place where you could get I forgot they have it here, it's babes. Y'all know what babes chicken is? I never heard of it. So babes chicken is like you get to pick basically you get unlimited sides. When I mean unlimited sides, unlimited. Unlimited corn, potatoes, Tested. macaroni and cheese, everything unlimited, right? Unlimited, you sure? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm, no, because you think you're like when I boys got off the bus. Like, said, <laughs> when you think unlimited, sometimes you're like, okay, you get like four or five. That's like your limit. Yeah, unlimited. So, and mean you get like say you, you say you say you want chicken, right? If you want chicken, or you want chicken fried steak, or you want chicken strips, so you would get like a six piece. So when we went there, bro, they were about to close. I think it was like a two hours before they were about to close, and they were like. Our coach was like, hey, we'll pay you extra, but whatever you got in the kitchen, we'll eat. And she's like, we got unlimited sides. She was like, but well, all we got is chicken. Mind you, it's like three black guys on the team. I said, chicken is good for me. It's a goat. You feel me? Good for me. <laughs> so, mind you, look. imagine a table of 40 kids, 40 to 45 kids, nothing but chicken all in the middle from the start of the table all the way down like a Thanksgiving platter. And nothing but sides of corn and mashed potatoes being passed around like like we're in an assembly line. You feel me? The greatest meal I had, and we lost the semifinals game 21-14 because everybody had to keep going to use the restroom. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah, y'all had some problems. So that was my my pregame meals. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's how we did that. Man said uh, unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited. I didn't like, go. Like, like he got off the bus. It said unlimited sign. He said, hold my beer. Watch this. Facts. <laughs> he going to change that sign to limited. If y'all ever come down to Dallas, I'll take y'all to bake chicken. He's still here. Me and my girl go like every other month. That like coach that. said chicken go ahead, and then look straight at Charles. <laughs> look straight at me. Is that good enough, Cobra? Is that great? Is that good enough? <laughs> are you, are you and your friends like, okay with chicken? Okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> 
Charles was sitting over there like, they had me at unlimited size, coach. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't even eat chicken. I was good. You feel me? Wild. <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and start wrapping this up. But again, since we all did play college, I mean, some of us play college, some of us play high school. We're going to consider James Woody played his high school still. But if you could coach at a school, what position? Well, what school would you coach and what position? College. Ooh. Cody, what you got? Um, The kid in me takes over my dream because I am a high school football coach. So my dream landing spot, if I ever get to coaching college, is obviously the school in Austin. Maybe you've heard of them, University of Texas. I'd love to coach there. And for the longest time, it was quarterbacks. I thought I wanted to be a quarterback coach. But thinking about it, that's a lot of pressure. So you get fired quick. Yeah, I ain't trying to have all that scrutiny necessarily. But I have been coaching safeties for the past three years, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And so I think I'd want to coach safeties. Just, you know, something that's still high pressure, but not so much as, like, there's one of them on the field at a time. And so if they mess up, it's kind of hard to sub them out. Everybody notices versus I got two of you. And if one of you messes up, X man up. And if he screws up, he's fired. Next man up. You know, it's a little less uh, pressure. But I just think it'd be fun, especially at the University of Texas, where they get so many good uh, secondary hands. I think it'd be a lot of fun just to have that kind of talent and be able to, to sit in with a defensive coordinator, get in a room, put our minds together, say, hey, how can we play with offenses with these two guys specifically, move them around, walk one up in the box, and then bail him. So many different things you can do with the talent they have at Texas. They could have used Cody this year. Just uh, <laughs> putting that out there. Nah, I ain't. Listen. <laughs> Listen, all I know is that we don't have to get back to it. Coach Gideon, I'm not a believer. Anyway, I would go uh, – I am also a UT fan, but because of the scrutiny they face, like I just provided, completely unwarranted, I would allow my golfing self to take over because I play some golf. So I would go to a school where uh, you can play golf year-round, and uh, Florida man scares me, so I wouldn't go to Florida. <laughs> Florida you, you could probably catch me in like an Arizona State or in Arizona. Either one of those, and I'd be coaching, depending on the scheme, I don't know what they call them now, outside linebackers, defensive ends, just somebody who rushes the passer. Yeah, I mean, an edge, I think is what they call them now, edge edge player. Yeah, Yeah. so I'd coach edges. Yep. Get after the quarterback one time. For me, dang, uh, I don't want to be in the cold, so Oregon ain't going to be for me. You don't want to be in the cold? Nah, bro. Um, No, bro, nah, I'm cool on that. If it ain't snowing, I ain't going. I don't need none of that, but uh, <laughs> relax, bro. I would go to Hawaii to be honest. I can see Hawaii. I mean, hey, it's nice year round. I ain't got to worry about that. But uh, to coach, I'm probably be wrong. There was what just a horrendous thing that happened in Hawaii. Listen, most of the time it's nice. Most ninety nine percent of the time it's okay. <laughs> Volcanoes, yeah, you know, volcanoes and tsunamis, ain't it? You know, who cares? Are y'all staying there with me? Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. (laughs) Send us a postcard, uh, we got you. (laughs) But (laughs) I would do receivers because that's what I transitioned to going to play in college, uh, even Abilene and then Island too. So I would coach receivers. So you coach receivers in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, that's a a good area. They they run the area offense. Mm -hmm. And that's Charles, what, that, to, this is my most of the time. Not to jump in right here, but G brought it up. Blake Gideon is the safeties coach at Texas. He is. Do we not remember what happened against Texas Tech? Well, we 
I have not, but apparently Sark did not watch that game. And they hired this man to coach safety. He dropped a national championship appearance yep. winning clinching yep. interception that was yep. tipped and, and bobbled, and all he had to do was fair catch it. You see the I safeties digress. playing right now. I digress. <laughs> Never mind. Don't, <laughs> don't start. I was back to you. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So uh, back to schedule program. So obviously I would coach defensive line. I just I like the defensive line. I like the trenches. Uh but to be honest with you, I think I'm going yeah, I'm going to Washington. I think I'm going up there to Washington. It's nice up there. I don't know if you've seen like their stadium and like when the ESPN went up there for the Washington Oregon game. Some nice views up there. And I know you're looking at me like why you wouldn't go coach at UT? You know, new scenery. You know what I mean? No, no, no. That's, that's not that's not, not, not it. What bothers me is you got this UT hat on and just picked a team to put us out of the playoff that you would go coach at. That's listen, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, <laughs> listen. Switch over to the other side, and I did should have just the washed it hat on. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so you know, yeah, I would go coach the D line in Washington. I like, um, you know, I, I would probably have a defensive line straight. We'd be doing boxing. We'd be doing ballerina. We'd be doing wrestling. You know, I had a match ready. You know, it, it'd be some – when you come play us, you know, the trenches, it's going to be a dog fight. And you might get punched in the face or danced around. Mm-hmm. You might. You might. Yeah, you might You might get a whole uppercut. You feel me? With a swim move to the uppercut. You know what I mean? So, I would definitely uh, – I definitely coach that position. But, uh, all right. So, last topic before we get out of here. I appreciate y'all, you know, kind of going over on time. But – NCAA 2024 is coming out this year. So a lot of memories are going to come back as people playing a game all night, running a two-man Heisman, you know, with you and your cousin playing quarterback, you playing running back, you running the uh, option every play, and no one knows how to stop it. No one knows why you have 4,000 rushing yards and he has 5,000. So with that being said, (laughs) yeah, who, who are you? With that being said, how do we feel about this game coming out uh, after it's been away for so long? Uh, feel like it's going to be a big hit? Feel like it's not? Or how do we feel? As long as it's not like Madden, I think it'll be okay. It just, it just the uh, what's it called? The, the mechanics and everything. It just depends on that, really. Because in the older CAA, like you can just do really anything you want. But just as long as it doesn't have those NFL mechanics and just like, you know, you have to do this to catch the ball this way or throw the ball this way or whatever, whatever. As long as it'll have something like that, I think it'll be fine. And I mean, like a career mode and stuff, like go through your own school and like your own signing day and stuff. I think it'll, if they have something like that, then I think it'll be okay. Cody? Oh, whoever. No, you got it, G. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Piggyback on what James said. Madden's kind of gone down the poop chute. As someone who plays it, I don't buy it. I wait till it comes out for free. But anyway, Mm -hmm. Intel's just gotten progressively worse. But all that being said, the mechanics could be trash. I'm going to buy NCAA because the nostalgia of it all. Uh, mechanics, terrible or not. You know, Road to Glory, I heard they're bringing that back. Really excited about that. They're going to think they're going to incorporate things like your high school career like they had before. Yeah, I want them to have the transfer portal in there. and They will. They will have the transfer portal in there. And I'm ready to just poach. That's all I want to do. I'm going <laughs> to put them on Texas's team, and we're going to win natty after natty. And that's what I'm doing until football season starts again. I know I got to wait some time, but that's that's the end game. 
She ready to put the school under just to put all the NIL money. This man ain't going to have no question. Bro, going to the booster, bro, is typing in a whole proposal to the boosters. I can tell you. Bro, we gave you two bills last week. He's going to cut the recruit budget. He's going to say, we don't need that. We'll just call that the NIL budget. The transfer budget. You don't need women swimming. Diving, it's diving. We can keep the diving part. We cut the swimming part. That's fair. That's fair. Ahead, yeah, pretty similar. There are five things that I want from this game. You guys already touched on it, the mechanics. I do not want to Madden copy and paste just with college teams. I don't want that. I want it to be unique. I want it to have <clears throat> that real authentic college feel. Uh, I want the crowd. So, so I want separate mechanics from Madden. That's A. B, I want, like, authentic college atmosphere feel. You know, like, if it's a big rivalry game and I'm on the road playing in Road to Glory or whatever and I throw a touchdown, I want it to be silent. Like, I want them, you know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of stuff. Uh, number three, I want a lot of these athletes have their own brands now. I want there to be some kind of – them to work out some kind of deal. Like, Jalen Milrow, I don't know if y'all saw it on college game day or not – his link thing in the game. Naysayers. Yeah, letting they say or no. You know, I want I want that in the game, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh or I want Pat McAfee on college game day. I can do game. Pat. I want yeah, Pat on there. Like, come on, that'd be fun. And then really and this one kind of whatever, I guess. But I want uh I want like a true like road to glory. You go to high school, you play in an All-American game, you you commit to a school, you go. If you don't like it, I want them to have bidding wars over me in the transfer portal. I want to look and say, well, I'm going to get 1.5 at, at Washington, but Oregon's going to give me two. Alabama's talking about two and a half. Where do I go, right? I want I want that authentic feel, you know what I mean? But the biggest one is I do not want a Madden clone. If it's like yeah. Madden, like G said, I'm going to buy it because grew up on it. It's been gone too long. Uh, and so I'm going to buy it regardless. But if it's a Madden clone, I probably won't buy it the, the next year. So I've never played – I haven't played Madden in so long. I think since Michael Vick was on the cover. So was that 2004? Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so I don't know what the, manic, the Madden mechanics are or whatever, but I do want that, how Cody said, the road to glory, how y'all come in the road to glory, like the whole aspect of that. I want that. What else I want is the – Online, I guess the online play and everything. I want that to be sorry, spectacular. I want that to be hype. I want the leaderboards to actually like mean something, you know, and all that. So we can actually see who the people who don't touch grass that are out here playing the game and I can follow them and watch them on Twitch, you know what I mean? Or on TikTok. And I can see that, you know, some 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 content for me to watch. But yeah, I'm gonna be the best defensive lineman to come out the portal. I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm recording <laughs> at least 20, 25 to thirty sacks coming out. He's already time. talking about bailing on his school. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm ready to leave what, my first establishment. Yeah, what, what did Willie Bean say? Show me the money. You feel me? Show me the money. That's what I need, Tom Cruise. Show me the money. If Alabama got me for business. two point five, and then Michigan got me for two point seven three or something in that range. I'm going to have to tell Nick Saban, I'm sorry. I'm going to the cheating blue. You feel me? I, I got to get my bag however it is, Wait. however it comes. All right. So, All right. Quarterbacks in the, in the transfer portal commanding two 
and you as a I'm assuming I'm recording and, and 25 to 35 level? sacks. You feel me? 25 to 35. I'm giving you 25 to 35. Are you playing the edge or you playing the interior? Yeah, I'm you interior. I'm I'm playing whole line. <laughs> I'm, I'm universal. You feel me? You can put right. me. You can True. damn near drop me back in coverage if I want three fifteen <laughs> on the game. You know what I mean? But there's neither here nor there. But we're gonna wrap up this. I appreciate y'all coming through. G, I do want to appreciate you. You shouted me out on your podcast, so I'm gonna give you a True. chance to let our followers and our listeners know. Just give them, you know, let them know what you do, where your podcast is, and. By the way, I'm gonna let you know. I don't know if James told you. Whenever I'm gonna come play some golf because that video was convincing as hell. I'll let you know. You really did a great job on that video. Uh, Appreciate you with real estate. But yeah, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you and find your work. Yeah, for sure. As Charles mentioned, got a podcast recently joined in this this line of work, if you will. It's called Bruise and Banter, and you can use the, the word and and Bruise and Banter podcast is what you can look up on Instagram, things like that. Me, James, and our buddy Greg, and it is what it sounds like, bruise and banter. We're all over the place. I've gotten early feedback, and it's it's good, but y'all kind of bounce around. Well, that's what a banter is. But uh, <laughs> shout out again. Yeah, really enjoy the show. Enjoy what y'all do over here. Happy to be a part of it. Um, and yeah, man, happy to come on again whenever y'all need some not-so-expert advice. And uh, <laughs> That's me, too. I don't know what the hell I'll be talking about this time. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> James, you <laughs> James, uh, our co-host James also started a uh, anime podcast. So James, go ahead and uh, shout yourself out on that. Oh yeah, I, I forget. But uh, yeah, I have a <laughs> I have a little little podcast by myself, just anime corner podcast. Just go and rant about you know what I'm reading, what I'm watching, and like just yesterday I did a review over a movie with two of my friends, my first guest. But um, yeah, just Anime Corner Pod on Instagram, Anime Corner Podcast on TikTok. Yeah, check me out. Cody, you got anything you got coming up in the pipeline? You want to go ahead and shout out? Give you uh, a window? Not really. You know, just doing me. Maximum relaxing, huh? I hear coaching these, coaching other people's kids and trying to raise mine. That's it. <laughs> I feel you. So I appreciate y'all all listening. If you would, do me a favor. Go ahead and leave a uh, five-star review. Leave a question in the comments. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify Podcasts, on Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. I am there. We also will be posting this video up on YouTube, and we'll be posting the audio version also on YouTube. We're going to have more coming. As you know, the season is ending, but we have more content coming. We're going to go into depth on recruiting. Might tap into some NBA. You know, James and Cody kind of took over the group chat into the NBA, so... I say Tatum's not good, but Ian Hill choking the finals, but whatever. Excuse me? <laughs> okay, calm down, calm down. I was just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> I want to appreciate burn this down. <laughs> I want to appreciate everyone coming out today, everyone listening to this podcast. We appreciate you. As the college football season does end, we won't be going anywhere. We, we will still be here. But that is for the Over and Under podcast today. Cody, G, and James, I appreciate y'all coming through. We out. See y'all. Later. Thank you for tuning in to the Over Under podcast. Please give us feedback on the podcast and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at overunderpod23 and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All links are in the show description section. Thank you and see you next time.